Good morning, dear friends. Today is the 19th day of January. And to you, that may not be much. To you, that may just sound like, oh, okay, it's January 19th. But this is a day which is most celebrated around here. This is a very special day. This is Mrs. L's birthday. Or as we say, birthday. And it is today that I celebrate that on this day, were it not for her, I would be, I would be a statistic. I would be demented, crazed, probably locked up in some sanitarium, lonely, morose, completely devoid of direction, absolutely a waste of wasting my life, wasting my direction. Because on this particular day, I celebrate the fact that she is my chiral opposite. You know what chirality is? <clears throat> Organic chemistry, anybody into that? Molecules can be mirror images. They don't lay on top of each other, but they fit together. They're chiral. You get into cis-trans isomers. Remember cis-trans before you heard it, before you heard what that was about? So on this particular day, it's always my birthday too. My birthday. And I see more people in the world today who are supposedly happy, people who are married, but they're not married. They're just like, I don't know what, they're like arranged or something. I don't know what the, what the particular word is, but I see this all the time. And when I see folks get married, when you go to a wedding, when you realize, say, do you understand what this is? Half of it's a crapshoot. It is a crapshoot. When you think about how in the world you came about, how, how did this, 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 this synchronicity of, 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 oh my God, how does this happen? So that's what I'm doing and I'm celebrating and I'm the luckiest man in the world. And let me tell you something right now. I believe in this stuff. And I don't care if you're gay or straight or trans or whatever, or even if you sleep in a dog bed, which we'll talk about. Humans were meant to be paired. Humans were meant to be paired. Uh, let's face it. Uh, some people are solitary and that's okay, but that's, that's not by choice. That's by default. And there's nothing also worse than being married to somebody that you don't want to be married to. Don't ever find yourself in the position where, well, I got to do this. Well, I'm going to be, I'm getting that age. I got to have time to have kids. No, 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 no. Because think about this. One of the reasons why the world is so demented is because people are so unhappy. People are so unfulfilled. People are so bereft of direction. So on this day, I look up to the heavens. I drop to my knees and I say, whoever the hell is in charge, thank you for this. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for the fact that I met her. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because when you say, and this romantic, there's also the idea of this, 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 again, this, this component, this compliment. And you also don't use words like friend, your best friend, the person you want to be with more than anybody else. The person when, when you have a day off or you have something, you don't want to go to some... <laughs> Fishing? I don't have a friend of mine who's going to go fishing. Like, don't you want to go with your wife? What? Are you kidding me? If the rest of the world disappeared as long as I have her, that's fine. That's one of the reasons why during COVID we were saying, you know what? That was that was weird, but we had each other. So in any event, my friends, we have a lot to talk about. So this is, please, let me celebrate my love, my, my absolute adoration, and my uh, luck, sheer, absolute, unmitigated, unmistakable luck. Because, you know, let me tell you something. It could have been the other way around. So anyway, dear friends, we got a lot to talk about. How about Daniel Penny? And we're going to talk about this. He's the ex-Marine who, uh, who, uh, who choked somebody to death in, a, in, a, in the floor of a subway. And now he's being charged with reckless homicide. We'll explain that to you. It's, it's not as good 
or as bad as you think. We'll talk about human dog beds. We'll talk about, oh my God, there's just so much stuff. It's so much to go through and to discuss on this, the Friday version of this thing of ours. And remember, my friends, as we speak, I'm sorry to say this, but remember something. It is as we speak right now, how many days? Oh, yes, it is 291 days until 291 days until the election. But first, my friends, before we begin, we must talk about something which is very, 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 very critical. Our great friends at LionelNationGold.com. Listen, the markets are in turmoil. The whole world is in turmoil. Oil, tech, retail, property, you name it. Nobody knows where this all ends. So what can you do? Well, you might have heard of precious metals, but not thought much more about it. How do you buy them? Where would you even keep gold if you had it? But precious metals come into their own in times like these. As geopolitical tensions rise and economic turmoil looms, gold is always a beacon of stability. Investing in some resilience with the Noble Gold Investments IRA services, looking after your money makes sense. The team at Noble Gold Investments will run through your options with you and see if you qualify to start a gold IRA or 401k rollover. Protect your portfolio with a Noble Gold Investments IRA and claim a free silver virtue coin for starting. Call 877-646-5347 today. Tell them Lionel sent you. That's 877-646-5347 and fortify your financial future against the winds of change. Or visit LionelNationGold.com right now. What was that again? That's LionelNationGold.com. The only gold company I trust. And remember, there's always a risk of investment, and there's no guarantee of any kind. Indeed, my friends, guarantees are a very weird commodity. Now, a couple of things here. First of all, as we, we say, if you are just listening for the first time, I ask you very, very much, you know, when we do live streams at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m., the compliments, the, the, the compliments, the, 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 the phrases, the references, the particular pieces that you put up are just as critical, if not more critical. And that's why I, I, I respectfully submit that people watching this should go back later and read what people are saying, because unlike a lot of folks, I'm sorry, they do live and it doesn't even matter. They just talk around the person because I, I recognize people like our dead mother, Liz Solak and Donna Lemo and Dan's there and B Killer and Brian Nelson, Dennis Whipple, Mr. Whipple. Remember him? Please don't squeeze the Charmin. They're all here. So we have a lot to discuss and a lot to talk about. And I'm so glad you you take this opportunity always to to speak with us. Today's is Davos, Davos, Bilderberg, and the Global Cabals. Oh my God. One of the great, 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 great stories. And by the way, I just had to tell you something. I walked by and I had on this Fox News, so bloody stupid. And the individual, the the fellow who cannot speak English is getting worse. If that's even possible, he's getting worse. I also must say something. Last night, I was horrified. As you know, dear friends, one of the things that we always do here at Lionel Nation is to to appreciate your, your intelligence. I speak to you as a peer, okay? 
it's not about, hey, I'm a cool guy. And, and uh, well, let me just explain this to you. I listened last night in horror. Don't ask me why, but I happened to be driving around in the Yugo, a stretch. I'm picking Mrs. L up from a, a meeting, and I'm driving about, and lo and behold, I, I hear this group, this trio, and it was from something it was called the Katie Halper Show, which is pretty good. She's normally, she's on with some various people. She's on with Norman, Finkel, Norman Finkelstein. And it was three women, Rania Kalik, Abby Martin, and Claudia De La Cruz. Wait a minute. The special up, yeah. Talking about Palestine and the presidential elections. And in a live show, it was Rania Kalik and Abby Martin. And it sounded like a valley girl. It was the most embarrassing thing. The message was okay. We're kind of on the same page. But I got to tell you something. I just, I made a note. When people get together and you see this, you see this. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Hey, I'm so glad we're out of here. Uh, yeah, you know, that that uh, Abby Martin. Hey, Abby, hey, how are you? Hey, we're cool, are we? Yeah, we're cool. You came to see us, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, right, right, we're cool. Yeah, that John Fetterman, he's a Nepo baby with a cosplay. Yeah, and like, he was like, so like, what? Like, what? <laughs> Genocide, what are you talking? Oh, my God, dear God. God, oh, I almost, I'm going to try to keep on the road. Genocide? This is it? This is what happens? This is, these, this is the troika of the great thinkers putting them together? What? I mean, this is, you're laughing about, you know, and, and, and I can't believe it goes, yeah, you know, that, that John Fetterman, you know, he's such a, he's such a lousy speaker. He had a stroke. He's actually improved. I mean, listen, I'm no Fetterman fan, but it's, it's, it's oh my God, I, I had to tell you this. There was a piece the other night, I got to tell you, hats off. Whenever I hear somebody who's great, Judge Napolitano and Max Blumenthal. Max Blumenthal was going to get the Nobel Peace Prize. Max Blumenthal is going to get the, the, the Pulitzer if, if, uh, if, if, if this particular medium is worthwhile. I never thought this Valley Girl Troika about genocide was laughing about. It, it was horrid, horrid. There's nothing cool about this, okay? There's nothing cool. There's nothing to joke around about. There's nothing. It's this idea that deep down inside, I want to be kind of like the star or something, or I don't know what the hell it is, but. I, I had to share that with you. It I, 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 I couldn't listen. This is genocide? Nepo baby cosplay? Come on, let's throw us back. Oh, my. Children. Children. We need adults, okay? That's number one. Number two. Walking by and listening to, to uh, Fox... They are so in. General Jack Keane arguing, arguing, let me say this again, arguing the same trope, the same trope that you don't understand. Hamas has tunnels. 
<clears throat> so we have to basically kill 20, 25, 30,000 Gazans, including men, women, and children, because there's tunnels in Gaza. And I don't think if you understand that, but, but, but uh, what? This is the Institute for the Study of War. This is a Kagan Newland recruit. And Brian Kilmeade, who is handed the message. Are you kidding? It, it, it would be like arguing against me lie because, well, you know, um, some of these, you know, the VC sometimes go at night and, and they, they ambush American soldiers with punji sticks. What? This is it? This is what you're saying? Edie Crowley says, Nana's night shift, 2, 4, 6 a.m. alarms, brain dead. Oh, my God. Bless your heart, Nana. I had a Nana. That was my Nana. Or the Italians call it Nonna. She was Sicilian. Bless your heart, Edie. You're going to do it. Sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation. I had a friend of mine who was in the who was in the Rangers. And the guy's a hardcore killer. And he told me, he said, you know, he said, I've got this class coming up. This one, this was years ago. He says, and we're going to be on advanced interrogation techniques. He goes, Oh my God. I said, Well, tell me. I don't know if I can tell you. I'll do the best I can, but I'm not gonna tell you whatever I can tell you. And you know, Edie, you know what what they did to basically where people will just drive them crazy. Keep keep the lights on, keep them awake. Makes you crazy. No sleep is crazy. People need to sleep more. But Americans think that that's lazy. I don't. But thank you. Let me go back to what I'm saying. And I know this is difficult to say something, or for me to say this. Up until now, up until October the seventh. There has been an absolute axiomatic 100% adherence to whatever Israel did. Whatever. That's their plight. That's what they've got to go through. That's what they're... You don't understand what it is. This is a fight for their life. This asymmetric warfare is the most incredibly damaging and dangerous thing anybody's ever seen. And anybody who thinks that there's some kind of rules-based warfare doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. These people, from the time they are people who want to do nothing but to expurgate them from the face of the earth. So if they get a little rough and tumble with their, you know, with, with their self-defense, so what? Get over it. Just shut up. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is the way it used to be. And nobody questioned anything. First Intifada, second Intifada, nobody cared about it. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We just said, look, that's the way it is. And Hamas, yeah, whatever. Bad guys. Palestinians, whatever. And we would kind of conflate everything. Palestinian, Arafat. You see, you know what I'm saying? It was this, it was this sense of, uh, it was this idea that, uh, you know, they were just, they were all, they're all terrorists, you know. And, okay, okay, fine. And frankly, we were too busy with this. We were too busy with what's going on right now. 
We were too busy. We didn't understand it. We didn't. We we didn't get it. We didn't understand. We 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 didn't. It was a different time then, and we were very much used to the fact. We were very much used to the fact that these people were just from another planet. Another, they 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 were just okay. October the seventh changed everything. And then what happened was something which is so critical, so important, and I'm going to tell you all about this. And listen carefully. What happened was the internet. This thing called streaming. It changed everything. Norman Finkelstein was persona non grata. He was the D.B. Cooper of this. He was nowhere. He was so pushed off. Nobody even, he just threw in the towel. He said, forget this Palestinian stuff. I'm going to talk about cancel culture. I'm done. He was denied his tenure. He got into a pissy match with uh, with Dershowitz over, you know, plagiarism. And I mean, it, he was done. Forget it. Throw him out. Crushed. Another, another. Uh, and in fact, they used, they used, uh, 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 they used him as an example. You know, Finkelstein was like, you know, let me tell you something. Don't be careful. Don't forget Finkelstein. Oh, yeah, that's right. Whatever happened to him? Oh, yeah. Be careful what you say. Or whether they call it the Israel lobby. And a lot of people say, well, don't worry. I'm not going to be. Oh, no, no. And they also said that if you want to be a conservative, you must automatically just accept in lockstep, in Pavlovian obeisance, you must accept everything. Look the other way and just say, Hamas justifies this. They have tunnels. Well, that was before the internet. And the internet was always here, but all of a sudden, there is this... It's like the British invasion. It's It's the Palestinian invasion. I don't even know what you want to call this. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. Supplies, uh, 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 supplies being prevented from entering Palestine, including anesthesia. I'm hearing stories about children being amputated with limbs without anesthesia. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, hold it. What? What? Wait a minute. What? Well, the, you know, the Hamas, I don't want to hear about the tunnels. Tell me about this again. <clears throat> Calorie restrictions? Blockades, air, the entire, this is like a panopticon. Air, they can't fish, they can't fly. What? Wait, 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 wait. What? What? Hold on, Israel. Just a minute. Just a minute. We're not, we're not, we're not turning our back on you. Let me hear this again. That's what we're doing right now. And I'm telling you, and that's why I'm listening to this. I don't know what this was, this cackle fest. This is, this is, this, this is, this is absolutely, this blows, shocks the conscience of the court, as we used to say. It's unbelievable. I can't believe what I'm hearing. And this is all over the world. And what are we talking about here? We're talking about somebody at some Goldman Sachs funded thing who says something anti-Semitic. Like, wait, what? We're talking about Claudine Gay. Whoa, 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 what? What are we talking about? We're not, who cares? 
Let's talk about this. Are we sanctioning this? Did you see Blinken with Tom Friedman? He doesn't know what he's talking about. This is the most incoherent policy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are we doing? And for some reason, the word genocide, the word genocide is is a term that causes people to be, to invoke to themselves, involve uh, what amounts to, I guess, a sort of a version of what you think it might be, you know what I'm saying? Where you think like, this is, you know, to me, genocide is about death. Oh, here's another one too. Here's one for you. Death camp, concentration camp, work camp. There is a woman on, there is a woman who is, she's really, 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 uh, doing this. Um, her name is Brenda. Oh God, what? What? I forget her name is. She. She's a British, and she is screaming, screaming at um. Um. How do we say this? She's Brenda. You know who I'm talking about. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to necessarily give her uh, kudos, as it were. But there's this woman that she's, she's a Hartley or anyway, you, you might know who I'm talking about. And she's famous for just screaming at whoever wants to come on and make their position, make their claim. Brenda Hartley, something or other. She's British and. She's like Katie Hopkins without the the refinement, so to speak. But she's and her idea. She's I I I don't know what it is, and I'm listening to this. I'm thinking, oh my god, I I can't believe this. This is changing everything. You have no idea, and the internet, Hartley Brewer. Thank you. That's her name. Yes, thank you. Very good. Yes, Julia Hartley Brewer. Oh, she has become the heel of heels. It's such a work. She's going to go out there and say, let's see what happens. Douglas Murray, this this guy, I don't even know what he saw. He is so interested in being the voice of something. Facts don't mean anything. Her thing is, I'm, I'm going to be a heel. She's the bad guy. So she brings these people on, and she'll bring on, you know, Palestinian scholars, Palestinian spokespeople, Palestinian spoke, and just, they go, okay, come, come on, come on, don't you understand that this is becoming comical. There's nothing funny about this. There's nothing even remotely entertaining about this. This isn't a political thing. This is not your bona fides. This is not where you say, well, I'm a conservative, so I'm going to rubber stamp Israel. Let me explain something to you. It's very simple. If Israel were called France, it's a different story. 
Dennis Ripple says, years ago, I got to record a talk by Dick Wilson, who played the Mr. Whipple character, and I got a laugh when I told him I was the real Mr. Whipple. He was wonderful. Remember him? One of the great, uh, uh, please don't squeeze a Charmin. The other one was uh, like Madge and uh, Rosie, and they had these characters. I think the latest was the, the woman from the Progressive Insurance. I mean, they used to have these. He was famous. But I thank you, nonetheless. Before I get to this, I, I, I just this this is this is unbelievable. What I'm hearing right now, and how we're seeing these these people, they're just it's almost like saying, "Let them talk about this," and before you know it, they will be more interested in pursuing their own particular metrics bonanza versus saying the truth. They will be more interested in being the star than in the information. When you hear, again, I I, I, I can't, I'm, I'm listening to Blumenthal and he shows up and he facts, 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 facts. His, his delivery is, uh, um, he's not, um, you know, rambunctious. He's not, uh, he doesn't scream and yell and doesn't do his thing. It is, it is the, the best in terms of informative. There is nothing like it. I put him number one. Now, there are others as well. Believe me, uh, Aaron Monte, all fact-based. Fact, 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 fact. And histories of. And what I'm seeing is a collision. And I'm thinking to myself, on Fox News, they don't know. They honestly don't know. They don't know anything about this. They really don't know anything about any of this. Nothing. They're living in la-la land. They still think Ronald Reagan is a, or, 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 or something, and then you've got that hardcore group, and then you move over a little bit, and then you got kind of like the Tucker group, because every everything that they do is based on personality. It's never information. It's personality. Then you got Tucker, who is who is nowhere he's you've got alex jones over here you got tucker tucker's tucker's trying to find out where he is joe rogan who is the best because his thing is my thing is all-encompassing and entertainment and lex friedman i'm i'm, I'm just giving you names of people that are like, okay fine. the truth is what blows my mind all right let me uh also tell you something dear friend listen to me very carefully listen to me very carefully are you ready on February, you know what I'm going to say. That's right. On February the 3rd, I'm going to be at the Cutting Room in New York City. Get ready for this. Remember what I'm telling you. Remember my thing. Remember my movement. Remember my, my talk. Remember what I'm about. It's about the truth. And the truth, what's fascinating is that when somebody presents it, as I do, with question and answers, from the audience with gut bucket, bluegrass, guitar picking, you will say, how can something so cacophonous 
and disastrous actually be not entertaining, but interesting. That's the way it is. I don't want you walking around life and death, funereal, but I want you to understand what's happening here. And the world is drastically changing. This is something you have no idea. We have, and I've never seen anything like, let me go back to this. I've never seen anything like this before. There used to be something maybe around the sort of when Rush Limbaugh came out with the liberals versus conservatives and the liberals and this and the liberals and and why do you hate your country? They used to say that. Why do you hate your country? Why do I hate my country? What are you talking about? Why do you hate your country? America, love it or leave it. That was kind of like the last time I've ever seen this before. They did a little bit of Vietnam and if you if if you if you said you know I think that America doesn't need to be in Vietnam they didn't they, I mean, you might have been called a commie but but nobody said oh, oh, oh you side with the Vietnam no we don't oh you're on America no but I've never seen anything like this there are many many issues here and you can say for example I believe in I believe absolutely in the in the right to exist of Israel I believe that they should have the right to live in peace. I believe in the two-state solution or whatever you want to call it. I believe in that Judaism is a legitimate religion. I think that people of the, the Israelis are great, uh, Arab and others and Christian Israelis, and that's fine. But the policy of Bibi Netanyahu is wrong. And you can say that just like you would say, I love my country, I love America, I love the flag, but I think Joe Biden is wrong. I think Donald Trump is wrong. We do it all the time. We're able to separate the policy of a country from some phobia when when if if you thought macron was doing a wrong thing you would say you're a francophobe they kind of did a little bit like you know i think xi jinping you're a sinophobe you're a racist oh stop that it didn't work it didn't work and you and you can say you know Russia you you're a Russophobe you're a you're, you're a red baiting you know cold warrior uh, okay but it didn't it didn't it didn't stop the conversation it didn't shut people up but now because of this weird conditioning if you say wait a minute Israel cease fire you anti semite wait a minute what what? That's what this is about. You're an anti-Semite. I am not. Yes, you are. No, I am not. Yes, you are. I don't even know what the hell any of this even remotely means. Anti-Semite? What? What are you? What are you talking about? What does this even mean? I don't understand any. I don't understand any <clears throat> of the. I don't understand where this comes from. I don't know what I, 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 I'm, I'm just, I am beyond any, how do I say this? I'm beyond any form of, of, of rational. I've had this. The horrors that are going on right now are going to destroy everything. And what I'm trying to tell people at Davos and Bilderberg and Global Cabal and those morons on Fox News, morons, it's like, do you know what's happening with the Houthis? Do you get this? 
Do you get what's happening? And I'm I'm wasting my time. Look, I didn't want to go 32 minutes into this, but I am, I am, because you got to understand something. When I write something, if I say, tomorrow morning, I'm going to talk about such and such. Between then and now, it may change. It may change from five minutes. Because I speak to you not to be the cool kid. I'm not trying to talk about cosplay and Nepo babies and like, I'm like, so like, so like. No, 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 no. This is not an act. This is not shtick. This is not a work. This is not an angle. I'm not bringing the heat. This isn't professional wrestling. This is serious. This is serious. Because this world is turning into a shitstorm. And I think you know this. And you better understand, you better have somebody come and explain this to you. Because when I see those morons on Fox News, I'm thinking, they still command this much respect? Dear God. You don't know what's happening here. You cannot believe what is happening here. Okay. Now, let me stop for a second. Let me tell you what's really important and really, really critical. Okay. Really, really uh, important. Okay. Look at this. Francophobe. Ha, ha, ha. Ha ha, I'm afraid of hot dogs. It means so much to be funny. More than you will ever, ever know to more people. It means more to have a quip, a retort, a repost, something rebarbative, something something that is um, this unique... It it means it is it is more important than anything to come up with a quip, a pun. This is uh, paranomasia. Uh, this is vitzelsucht. Have you ever heard this one? Have you ever heard about this? Vitzelsucht is a. Let me just read the the, the definition is so terrific. Vitzelsucht, which is what I think many of you have is a set of a pure and a rare neurological symptoms characterized by a tendency to make puns or tell inappropriate jokes or pointless stories in socially inappropriate situations. It makes one unable to read sarcasm. Um, a less common symptom is hypersexuality, the tendency to make sexual comments at inappropriate times or uh, situations. Patients do not understand that their behavior is abnormal. Therefore, they are non-responsive to others' reactions. The disorder is most commonly seen in patients with frontal lobe damage, um, particularly right frontal uh, lobe tumors and trauma. The disorder remains named in accordance with its review definition by German neurologist Hermann Oppenheim. Uh, its uh, description uh, uh, as the less focused moria, which is a pathological, pathological giddiness or lunatic mood, uh, which is wonderful. Witzel sucks. What does it mean? It means a, a joking addiction. So that, so that you understand something, is a part and parcel of a lot of what's happening here, especially here. People who are, for all practical, and please don't take this the wrong way, people who are devoid of any kind of contact with the real world, any kind of connection with what's appropriate, people who hide behind the anonymity of, of lenses and, <clears throat> you know, thumbnails and whatever people who, for reasons that are pretty obvious, 
do not know how to weigh into can I, and also cannot read cannot read the room. That's a very very important thing. Being able to read the room. Are people jocose? Are they happy? Are they are they laughing? Are they you know what exactly is happening? They're unable to do this. So just remember, don't let let's you know do our best to try to help people and see if they can maybe maybe we can lend a hand. And by the way, for those who, especially now, can't do it, let's don't point fingers and, and, and laugh at them or mock them. Let's try to help them. We bring them over and we say, no, 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 not now. This is, have your inside voice. Uh, Edge Dweller says, when a building is on fire, you evacuate. UN sets up secure refugees in Egypt using neutral forces. Anyone left in Gaza is a combatant. UN neutral forces. Uh, police Gaza as disarmed citizens return. And by the way, once you leave, you can't go back. And once you set up edge, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, supplies, they're looked and checked at checkpoints and never getting in. Now that may be beyond the realm of a lot of people. They're very, very serious about this. And this is, this is a very, this is kind of adult talk right now, but it's something that everybody has to understand. And has to grasp, okay? But please remember, when you see somebody who is unable to grasp the seriousness and makes bad puns, it might be Witzelsuch. It might indeed be that, okay? It's one of those things which is important. Now, did you see this story? Of course you did. Let me just tell you what it is. And I hope you follow my my, uh, Twitter or X account. Look at this story. Um... Where is this? Da, da, da. Oh, well, here we go. 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 Over the past decade, elites have been investing in underground doomsday bunkers driven by concerns about global conflicts, civil unrest, government actions during health crises, volatile social situations, and potential threats like solar storms. The heightened demand for bunkers is evident with properties like a 10,000 square foot one in Polo, Missouri, uh, actually uh, recently featured on Zillow Gone Wild is great. And the reason for that is they recognize the fact that life and what's going on right now is very tumultuous and very frightening. And that's why when I have talked to you repeatedly about food preparation, you may not be able to uh, you know, afford some EMP protected uh, bug out bunker, but you can go to preparewithlionel.com. All right, my friend, it's time to hail and salute our great friends at mypillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, wait a minute, that's not what I meant. We'll get to my pillow in a moment. My pillow is important, but this is it. This is, this is, this is different. I know they sound similar, but they're not. This is preparewithlionel.com. 2024, as I have stated and predicted, will be contentious, scary, and promises to blow your mind. It'll make 2023 look like a walk in the park because the folks who run the show live for chaos and instability and panic. Your panic. Now, many of our problems could be solved overnight, but you know, that defeats the purpose. Destabilization and chaos, that's the name of the game. Now, if you can handle the truth, and I know you can, 
you need to visit my website, preparewithlionel.com. Write this down, preparewithlionel.com. You'll get $200 off a much-needed and absolute best-selling three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Now, listen carefully. This is the country's largest preparedness company. My Patriot Supply is your fighting chance at survival. And I don't use that word lightly, survival. Sealed inside six water-resistant buckets, these delicious meals, 22 varieties of tasty breakfast, lunches, dinners, snacks, you name it, last up to 25 years and provide over 2,000 calories per day. And we're talking 120 pounds of food. Eat right in emergencies with this three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. At this low price, you can get one for everyone in your family. Think about this. This is critical. So visit preparewithlionel.com right now. Order by 3 p.m. for free same-day shipping. Prepare right now at preparewithlionel.com. One more time. Go to preparewithlionel.com before chaos ensues. Here's another example. Someone writes, you don't need survival food or pillows, folks. We need unity to correct this crime scene. What the hell does that mean? What does a crime scene have to do with um, with um, <clears throat> supply chains that are destroyed? And pillows, I don't, I don't know what to say about that, but supply chains. Now, that may seem like a comment. You're like, well, so what? This is an example of, I've got to write something. Yeah, but that's stupid. Well, I know, but I got to write something. Crime? Crime is going to stop? A complete catastrophe. See, this is this is where sometimes I'm thinking, I'm, I'm wasting my time here. I'm, I'm, I don't know what we're talking about here. I swear to God, I'm thinking, do you, and I love you, do you have any idea of what the hell you're talking about. Do you have any, has anybody ever come to you and said, excuse me, yes. We've noticed you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You don't have to just say something. You don't have to just write something. Use your head. Think about this. What are you talking about? Do you know what's happening in the world? I I, I just, I mean, I'm just, I, I don't know about you, but I would rather, I would hate if somebody were to say, did you say this? Yeah, I said it. What were you thinking? I don't know. At least make a joke about Francophobe or being afraid of wieners or whatever it is. But this is, this is where we are. I don't think people really get it. I don't think people, in fact, I know they don't get it. Let me give you an example. Give me an example. You know who Daniel Penny is? Huh? No, not Will Penny. That's, uh, that's that fellow from, uh, I think it was uh, Clint Eastwood's. Daniel Penny, right? No. Daniel Penny. Uh, here we go. He had, this was the hero, and I think he was. A New York City judge denied Daniel Penny's motion to uh, dismiss. By the way, they actually got a good, a good uh, artist for the first time. Normally, courtroom artists are just the worst. Against a Marine veteran who killed Jordan Neely with a chokehold on the subway last May. While we disagree with the court's decision not to dismiss the indictment, we understand that the legal threshold to continue, even an ill-conceived prosecution, is very low. 
Uh, as you know, what happened was, uh, Mr. Penny, the case stems from May 1st, 2023, on the F train in Manhattan, where witnesses say Neely, a homeless man and former uh, Michael Jackson impersonator, <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's a little bit, was shouting and begging for money. He was crazy. Penny pinned Neely to the ground with the help of two other passengers and helped him in a chokehold for several minutes, according to prosecutors. Uh, Neely lost consciousness during the struggle. Uh, Penny's lawyers argued in court filings that Neely's erratic behavior was insanely threatening and the Marine veteran stepped in to defend himself and other passengers, which he did. 11 days after the fatal incident, Penny was turned himself into the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, which filed criminal charges of second-degree manslaughter and criminal negligent behavior. Now, videos show that uh, Penny, who was white, uh, holding Neely, who was black, in a chokehold on the subway. It went viral uh, and sparked racial justice protests. Protesters outside the courthouse on Wednesday shouted at Penny and called him a murderer. He was released. The day turned himself in. Uh, blah, blah. Reverend Al Sharpton gave you, of course, gave an out because, you know, Neely is a hero. Uh, Penny, a former infantry squad leader and an instructor in water survival, deployed twice from the, 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 uh, Neely, who had struggled with mental illness, translation crazy, had been arrested more than 40 times, including for numerous violent attacks. And people, by the way, on, on the on the uh, train were screaming, help, help. He said, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. So we we say goodbye to this dirtbag, right? That's what people are saying. He's a criminal. He's a... Uh, there is a part of me that says, you know... You maybe shouldn't bother people on trains. Maybe, maybe it's a good idea not to do that. And maybe we should thank Mr. Penny for standing up and doing something and not sitting back and watching this. But there's a, little, there's a bit of a problem here. And the problem is, what about the charges? What is he charged with? Ah, interesting. Well... Let's look at this. This is a problem. And this is what I want to bring to your attention. The first one is, let's look at what manslaughter in the second degree is. I believe this one, I think I heard manslaughter in the second degree. I uh, charge of manslaughter in the second degree. Yes, or secondary manslaughter. Here is the, here is the case. Now, if ever you get, a, if ever you get something like this, and you want to know what the charges are. Go to the jury instructions. The jury instructions are important. The jury instructions are the law, but stated in a way that a juror is going to hear them. Let me read this to you. Under our law, this is, this is New York. These lights here. Under our law, a person is guilty of manslaughter in the second degree when that person recklessly causes the death of another person. Stop right there. Now remember, you're a juror in this. The following term used in that definition has a special meaning. A person acts recklessly. Now think if any of these take place. With respect to a death, when that person, A, this might be, engages in conduct which creates or contributes to a substantial and unjustifiable, remember that, Risk that another person's death will occur. That's the operative word I'm going to jump on. Unjustifiable. 
and when he or she is aware of and consciously disregards that risk, no, not really, because it's again, I, I, I append it to the to the unjustifiable part. And when that risk is of such a nature and degree, that disregard of it constitutes a gross deviation from the standard of conduct that a reasonable person would observe in that situation. A person who acts recklessly when he or she creates such a risk but is unaware of that risk solely by reason of his or her voluntary intoxication, and that doesn't apply. Okay, so here's what they're going to say. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Mr. Penny did not go up and say, hey, I'm going to try this wacky new uh, choke design out on someone. I'm going to do that. No, he was responding to defend and protect other citizens who were under the direct threat from this individual. That's what it was about. Don't bring up Bernard Getz, Mark Lewis. Don't bring up Bernard Getz. That's not a good one. No, 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 no. You don't want to bring that one up. Bernard Getz had a gun, and you're not supposed to have a gun, and maybe they went, and he finally goes, hey, this one looks like you're not hurt enough. Remember that one? Don't bring up Bernard Getz. No, 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 no. Shh. Different, different. Bernie Getz is not a good one. Remember him on deposition or his test? I shot him and I killed him. Hey, you look like you're not done yet. Pow, pow. Come on. No, 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 no. Please don't say Bernie Getz. No, the subway vigilante. No, vigilante. No, that case was. He came to the rescue of someone. He came to the rescue. By the way, Donna says reckless, that's too broad. No, reckless is used in court and statute after statute. Reckless driving, reckless second-degree murder. And they they define what reckless means. They define it, if you just heard it. There's nothing, there's nothing, no, this is is a good statute. Listen to this one. Here's the other one they did. This is criminal negligence. This one's a little bit different. Under our law, a person is guilty of criminal negligent behavior or homicide. Excuse me. A person is guilty of criminally negligent homicide when, with criminal negligence, that person causes the death of another person. The following term used in that definition has a special case. Criminal negligence. Now, it defines what criminal negligence is. A person acts with criminal negligence with respect to a death. When, 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 when. That person engages in, engages in blameworthy conduct so serious that it creates or contributes to a substantial and unjustifiable, there's that word, risk, that another person's death will occur. And when he or she fails to perceive that risk, and when their risk is of such a nature and degree that failure to perceive it constitutes a gross deviation from the standard of care that a reasonable person would observe in the situation. Now, imagine being a juror and you think, what the hell does that even mean? Here's the point. Ladies and gentlemen, everything, everything was suspended. All the rules changed when Mr. Neely decided he was going to threaten people. And when people said, do something. And when Mr. Penny stood up to defend himself and others, that is what needed. That was the difference. However, there's a problem. Look at this. 
the assuming you're assuming the jury that's going to be on that case can read and comprehend. Yes. Yeah. 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 Maybe they ought to post all that gibberish before one gets on a train. These are the comments here. I don't know what that means. A criminal can't have all the rights and none of the rights at the same time. Interesting. So was Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> so if could see this is just to say what again? Nee, 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 nee. That's it. All right, that's good. I mean, I pre- this is this is just it's like write something. What? Just write something. But I don't. There's something. To write. No, no. You got to understand something. You have to write something to what he just said. Talk talk about something. Just just respond. Pretend you don't understand or it's stupid. Pretend that the system of justice, which has been going on since since the beginning of time, doesn't make any sense, or you all of a sudden realize something by virtue of your vitzel-sooked quips, your hilarity. This is where we are right now. This is this is where we are. This is why we can, and and by the way, this is from some of the most enlightened people there are. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I think I need to lie, lie down for a minute. And you know what? If I did lie down, you know what I would use to lie down with? Yes. All right, my friend. It's time to hail and salute our great friends at MyPillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you get a free gift. No purchase necessary. I know, I know a free gift. It's a tautology, so sue me. But listen, listen carefully. What are we talking about? Giza Dream Bed Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it. Items to help you luxuriate and relax. Think about it. And they're monster sellers right now. Listen to me. Slippers. My slippers. Think about it. What do they do with MyPillow? They make things real soft and plush and comfy. How perfect. And when they apply that genius to slippers, look out. Look out. Look at the specials right now, but only if you use promo code Lionel. So go to MyPillow.com slash Lionel. Solid to serve you. MyPillow.com slash Lionel. Or call 800-645-4965. Call right now and watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com the best. Now, of course, remember the issue here that everybody is really missing, really missing is one. What would you do if you prosecuted Mr. Penny? This is where the rubber hits the road. What would you do if you had to argue for the prosecution to convict Mr. Penny? What would you say? Can you do that? Can you do that? I ask. Can you do that? Can you? Can you? Come on. Imagine you have to come up with a reason to argue to a jury of why Mr. Penny was incorrect, why this was unnecessary. What would you say? I would say he lost his temper. Nope. One can, but try, I don't know what that means. 
What would you do? Mr. Penny responded correctly. No, that's not the argument. You have you have to argue now against him. What would you say? Do not have all the details? Nope. Nope. Think about this. What what did he do that was ne- what killed him? The it wasn't really a choke, it was a carotid restraint. It wasn't a choke. A choke was this is a carotid restraint. This is hypoxia, hypnoxia. This is when you, you know, when you're MMA, when you tap out, if you just hold on to somebody, you'll kill him. You'll kill him. If you, if you, if you, if you're having, if you're having a, a, a you know, an MMA or kind of thing and you don't let go of that guy, you're going to kill him. Look at this morning. What's going on? <laughs> Here's Lori. Always, always. Hey, did I miss anything? You were tremendous. Come on. Perceived a threat, saw a threat. What was his reaction? When do you think he should have stopped? Let me ask you a question. If Mr. Penny had said, hey, this guy is incredible. Give me your bill. Look at this. Cycle, side cycle, cycle, whatever. Overkill. You're close. Somebody give me your belt. What? Give me your belt. All right. Here's your belt. Wrap it around him. And Penny does it. I mean, uh, Neely does it. Take the belt off. Okay, we got him. Call the police. That's it. Versus this. Give me the belt. Wrap it around him. Hey, man. He's out. Let go of him. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, let go of him. You've 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 subdued him. No. No, you don't understand. He's not we're we're all on top of him. He's not going anywhere. We're gonna call the police. Uh look at this. Have to retreat after the threat is gone. It's, you know, so, sort of, you know, uh Lori brings a good thing. <clears throat> this is when you're threatened. When you're threatened, a lot of times people usually, depending upon this, uh, the uh, state, before you use deadly force, you have to retreat, you have to try to get out. You know, reasonable force to, you know, whatever. He's not really, he, he's, he's, he's defending others, himself and others. It's kind of a different thing, but, but, but you're right, though. But once they're able to, when you decide, see, this is this world we live in. This is this MMA world. Put him in a choke. Put him in a rear naked choke. You know, Epstein choke. Put him in a choke. Not a choke. But anyway, this is why we're we're doing this because we watch this stuff and we're constantly told this is the cool thing. Mark Zuckerberg, hey, look, he's doing the choke. Tap out. There's no tapping out here. Mr. Penny, have you ever had any, uh, I'm assuming he takes a stand. Mr. Mr. Penny, have you ever had any particular training in this? Yeah. So you're aware that if you leave this on somebody, you'll kill him, right? You know this, correct? You you you've been aware of this, so you knew this. You are aware, sir, are you not that if you do not take this off, this choke, no matter what he did, whether it's reasonable, rational, or understandable, you will kill him. Correct? Correct? Yes. So why did you keep going? When he went limp with other people, by the way, who are the other people jumping in and are they culpable? You better believe it. As accessories, absolutely. I don't know where they are, but they're holding them down. And I'm, I, you, you, you might be 
harder to explain to a jury. Is holding them down, did that help anything? You know, I don't know, maybe resist. That's a little more tenuous. But his problem is, why didn't you let the guy go? Could you have just killed him? Well, no. Could you have just, if you wanted, if you wanted, rather than do this, just crush his windpipe and, well, I mean, after all, he was threatening people. He posed a threat. The answer is no, because that's, so why do people think this choke is somehow acceptable when the guy goes limp from a Marine who's had training? That's the problem. That's the problem. That's the problem. And I, you can, you can maybe, you were maybe hope for a nullification. You might be able to show that under the circumstances, he was still moving or still posed a threat. I mean, you know, did he have a knife on him? It's going to be tougher than you think. Now, the good news is that many of us say, this guy was a dirtbag. This guy was an awful, and we have been through this, and it's about time that somebody said, you know what, frankly, the hell with him. The hell with him. Who cares? Whether it's a knife, a screwdriver, a gun, whatever it is. Damn it, we shouldn't have to deal with this. Good for you. Well, that's called nullification. That's where you say, you know what, I don't care what the charges are. I'm going to find this guy not guilty. Period. End of discussion. And, 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 he's lucky he might. Uh, well, the thing is, Laurie says appropriate force, and she's right. But, Laurie, when when do you let go of the person? I mean, when, I mean, let, let's say you hit the person once, and then hit him again, and then hit him again. You can say, wait, 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 wait. After the first hit, okay, fine. They're going to argue they should argue, if they know what they're doing, the prosecution, that he went too far. That hey, hey, if he said, okay, that's it, tapped out, and then gotten on top of the guy, say, all right, you know, when Neely wakes up, you know, or or he, we're going to hold you, you're not going anywhere, the police are coming, and that's it. See, but we live in this world today because we're into this MMA stuff. Everybody loves the choke. They just love that. They call it the choke. It's not a joke. But still, we love that. Look at Zuckerberg. He did this. When when uh, when Michael Baden was on um, uh, of all things when when he was on um, uh, oh God Sean Hannity and he was trying to explain why Epstein was killed. Sean was going extolling him with his knowledge of the rear naked joke. About, I mean, they love this stuff. That's what this is about. Now that I've told you this, keep in mind this is what we're talking about, and remember. If you're interested in getting a gun, having a gun, using a gun, using a gun to protect yourself, you better understand that when you do this, when you use this gun, you might have had all the justification in the world. But if that round goes through a wall, if that somebody is innocent person's hit, if uh, whatever happens, let me tell you something. You're liable for that. Big time. Big time. Even though you were right, even though everything was terrific, but you went too far. And if you decide that you're going to hit somebody, or you push them, or you use something, and they hit their head and die, or you choke them, the question is, let's look at your reaction. Was it natural? And was any any uh, resultant death or problem, was that naturally a part of the 
I don't know what you want to call it, a natural consequence, a natural expected and foreseeable consequence of this? I don't know. So, dear friends, that's what we're looking at right now. And I want you to listen to me very carefully. Seriously, when I tell you this. Other people may not get this. Going back, Davos, Bilderberg, and Global, this is what we talked about initially. This is happening right now, and Anthony Blinken does not know what the hell to do. American foreign policy is at a loss. We're, we're clueless, absolutely clueless. That's number one. Number two, before you poo-poo and, 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 and claim they've got tunnels in, in uh, Gaza, listen to the information that is being presented and ask yourself this question. If Israel was called France, would there be any debate? No. I promise you, if, Fran- if, if France did just, just, just change the parties, there would be absolutely no debate whatsoever. This is something far more complicated. And I want you to understand that in order for you to apply your critical thinking skills as to a nation or a government's reaction, that does not mean you hate the government, you hate the religion, you hate the people, nothing. Nothing, nothing. If you can say you are against your your government's reaction in Iraq or Afghanistan, you can certainly say that you think the government of Israel is acting excessive without being anti-Semite or without wishing ill to the whatever. No, this is ridiculous. And if you watch Fox News, I have no sympathy for you. I don't even want to know you. If you watch this nonsense, and if you think Nikki Haley is the story, if you think that that the world revolves around uh, Hunter Biden, I've got no help for you. I've, 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 I've got nothing to say to you. I've got nothing to say. So anyway, dear friends, I thank you. I thank you for this. Uh, Lori Cuck, I thank you for your comments. Edge Dweller, thank you. Mr. Whipple, Dennis Whipple, everybody. And Edie Crowley, thank you. Thank you for your thoughts and comments. And please let me know that today, we're going to be celebrating here on the homestead the anniversary of the birth of my beloved, Mrs. L. And I wish, I wish, I hope, I say to you, and I don't, I don't mean this, if everybody had someone, a, a component to their life, romantic, social, partnering, a, a, a somebody who transcends the notion of friend and goes into areas that are so spiritual and cosmic, you can't even explain it. The world would be a better place. Laurie says, I feel the government will screw me anyway. They can because I love Trump. Well, you know, it's funny, Laurie. Let me ask you something. Yes or no? Yes or no? Very simple. Trump's looking bad. Yes or no? Yes or no? Quick. How do you think Trump's looking? Because that's your latest thing. No, he's not looking good right now. Anybody think that? Seriously. I mean, don't, don't, don't say it because you want it to be. Do you think Trump looks mad? You think Trump is like, ooh, ooh he, he got old looking. Oh, like, ooh, ooh. Hey, this, whoa, this is really, this is really, uh, this is really. Now, remember, I'm not asking you because you're, you're a Trump fan and you're going to, you're going to say, well, I like him. I think he's great and all this. I think he looks fantastic. (laughs) 
We're talking to him or a man who's basically incontinent and shuffling and has every, put it this way. You know, when a person's back, I hate to say this, when they can walk into the doctor's room, you don't even have to have a test. Don't worry about it. I got it. Don't you want to do it? If, if Biden walks in, huh, that's all right. Thank you. Don't you want him to count back? No. Don't you want him to say, no. That's okay. I'll write him down. Thank you. It's like if somebody's on their on the ground grabbing their leg and screaming, I don't think he can say, you think he's hurt? Yes. You think Biden's out of it? Yes. I could have said this four years ago during corn pop. Remember that? And then Trump is, Trump's looking a little tired. Oh, please stop it. They're desperate. Trump could win, my friends. All right. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Please like what we're doing. Please, please, please um, pay attention. Focus, focus. And remember, if you're not funny, if you're not funny, if, if, if you don't have anything to say that's funny, just let it go. That, that's all I'm saying. Just, just let it go. And to all of the, the YouTube stars out there, do you want to be a star? Or do you want the information to come through? Do you want to be the voice of reason? That's all I want to say. All right, dear friends, we love you. We thank you. Witzel sucked. It's nothing to laugh at. Witzel sucked. Please, please, for the love of God, don't ever change. And we'll talk to you later. Have a great and glorious day. See you at 7 p.m. tonight. And don't forget, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dead. Oh, 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 oh. And follow Mrs. L today. Let me stop. Stop, stop right there. Stop right there. How could I be so lame? If you want the best birthday present, the best thing, you go right now and you just do what I say. Just go right now and subscribe to her YouTube channel right here. And what would really do, because Elon Musk, I don't know who's doing this. I don't know which of your goons is doing this. But every time Mrs. L gets four, no, five, no. If somebody has her numbers set, because I think she doesn't like, they don't like the fact that she's calling into quest, or the question rather, the fact that they are systematically and uh, deliberately uh, declaring war on our most vulnerable. So right here, just do me a favor. Go right now. Everybody go to Twitter right now and just and subscribe. Lynn's Warriors, L-Y-N-N-S underscore Warriors, okay? Okay. Now, now we'll see you tonight. Don't forget, as I said, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dead, dead.